Hey Lauren, what's one of the first things you need to think about when you're creating a home for your family? Well, I always like to start with the floor and then I work upwards from there. I think the floor sets the tone for the whole rest of the room. It needs to look good, but it has to be functional as well. And flooring is a big investment, so it's really important to get it right. That's why getting the right advice and finding the right products is so important. Yep, and our sponsor Flooring Extra can help you with a fabulous flooring experience with expert service and a beautiful product range. They have more than 90 stores across Australia, and I'm sure I've ticked a few off my list shopping floor selections with my clients. Flooring Extra will look after you from the moment you walk through their doors until you're walking across your new flooring at home with products and warranties that you can rely on. Check out their carpets, timber, hybrid flooring and more now at flooringextra.com.au. That's flooringxtra.com.au. Welcome, welcome to my podcast at home with Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design. I'm Lauren Keenan. I'm an interior stylist and a podcast host. And whether I'm working with clients all over Australia or talking to you, I'm all about approaching design with a sense of fun and a firm belief that everyone deserves a home that they truly love. So whether you're into real estate and renovation, buying your first home, or if you've got big love for interiors and design, this is the show for you. And this episode is brought to you by Flooring Extra, Australia's fastest growing flooring retailer with expert service and a beautiful product range in over 90 stores and online at Flooring extra.com.au. And that's actually pretty timely because today we're going to be talking all about beautiful timber flooring. Timber flooring looks amazing, it feels great underfoot and it's easy to keep clean. It's such a great fit for Australian homes and the way we live. Yeah, totally agree. But it's not always as simple as it sounds. There are so many choices in colour and finish, quality and price, and that's before you even get into the differences between natural timber and engineered alternatives. Geez, are you going to make this simple for us though? I am, of course I am. My how-to guides have been some of the most popular podcast episodes we've ever done, and they often get the most hits on my website too. Yes, so in this episode, we bring you Lauren Keenan's complete guide to beautiful timber flooring, answering some of the questions that we've had over the break and helping you make the right choices for your home. So let's get into it. So your complete guide to beautiful timber flooring, there's lots of uh, stuff that we can cover here. I'm sensing lots of different types and colours. and there, There's lots of content, but I really want to break it down into some of the basics for the listeners, just so it can be a much simpler process when you go into store to purchase your timber flooring, you know exactly what you're after and what the different types of flooring options are. And the types of questions to ask. Exactly. And I'm also bringing in another expert today, Catherine Burnham from Flooring Extra. She's really going to help us break down the difference between each of those different types of flooring and we're going to talk about some of the benefits of the different types. The technology has improved over the years with the construction of the hard flooring products and it's improved significantly and it it actually it's something that excites us at Flooring Extra what's now available for our customers. I'll just give you some examples. So hard flooring, it offers your classical elegance in a timber look that can be achieved. Um, It continues to improve with technology and new finishes. So, for example, the development of hybrid, which combines a laminate 
and a vinyl plank into a mm-hmm. durable waterproof option. So it's almost like we've married the two and created a hybrid. And then you've got your laminate and your vinyl flooring options that are water resistant. And it's fantastic, especially with, with children and pets um, and busy lifestyles. So with this new durable and everyday resistant qualities in flooring, it's just revolutionised the home and it's making our floors last longer and look beautiful for years to come. And I think one thing I've noticed, certainly specifying uh, flooring for, for clients for a number of years now, when it comes to the laminates, they really have come a long way, even just in the aesthetics of it, you know, taking aside the performance. You know, you used to see laminates and you literally could see that it was like a photo of what timber should look like. And now it feels like there's grain through it and there's like um, variation of colour. You, you never used to get that. I can speak from personal experience. So I was 100% um, timber timber lady like just I just love the natural feel the the aesthetics and everything of timber and I have just recently built a new home and I have laminate throughout like even in the bedrooms and yeah wow people walk into my home and go is this real like you wouldn't know it's just beautiful all right so that's great to hear from Catherine and there'll be more of her during this show so Lauren you're going to talk about solid timber flooring engineered timber and hybrid and laminate flooring why don't we start at the top with solid timber flooring? Well, solid timber flooring, it's exactly as it sounds, right? It is solid timber floorboards um, from the tree, cut to size on your floor, basically, just to make it really simple. So this does tend to be the most expensive option because it is solid all the way through. But what are some of the benefits though? Like it, they obviously look beautiful, right? And feel good underfoot. I think for some people, it's just knowing that it is a really, it's a natural product and they they know exactly what it's made out of, where it's come from, um, the species, you know, some of those uh, attributes are quite important to some clients. So there are going to be a few decisions that you have to make though, if you're going for a solid timber floor. So the first thing that you're going to have to decide on is the species of timber. Yeah, right. Because they all look a little bit different. They can perform a little bit differently. So that's going to be your first question. In terms of like how hard they are, soft and... Correct. Yeah, okay. That's so right. well, what are some good options that maybe are going to be available to people to think about? So I sort of break it into two categories here. You've got your Australian timber species mm-hmm. and then your overseas species. So very popular Australian ones that you see in a lot of homes would be black butt, spotted gum and tassie oak. Okay. In terms of colour, black butt is going to have sort of those slight um, pinky undertones to it, as does tassie oak. Yep. Spotted gum, you're getting more of the browns and yellows coming through. Uh, tends to have a little bit more feature in it. So that's our, they're our Aussie species. But What's becoming more popular as well are the oak species from Europe and America. So you'll see a lot of American oak or European white oak. So those oak finishes that are coming out of Europe and America, they're really beautiful, quite soft um, palettes that you can get in those finishes. um, Definitely one to look out for. So species um, tick. Our next thing that we need to make a decision on is the grade. Do you know what that means, Scotty? Um, Is it like year one, year two, year three? (laughs) Not really. So... Usually when you're um, purchasing solid timber floorboards, there'll be three categories of uh, grade that you can choose from. The first one and the most expensive is called select grade. Um, It has the lowest amount of knots and the lowest amount of color variation through it. So you get that nice sort of streamlined, smooth finish um, where you're not seeing a lot of feature. The the next one is called the standard finish. So sort of middle of the range when it comes to price, you'll get some knotting and some color variation, um, but not too much. There's a little bit of feature there. 
Your next one is called the high feature. So this is the cheapest. See, that sounds good. I know, right? And and look, some people are really into it. Yep. That's that's great. I would say very rustic. Maybe if you're going for a really kind of rustic or vintage or log cabin, log cabin kind of feel, you're going to get lots of knots and little pop marks and lots of color variation. Um, and I think because there's probably a lot of that around that that drives the price down a bit whereas the select timber um is more rare and that sort of it's hard drives. To come across yeah so if you're working with clients you know would you be steering them in a certain direction or is it really based on what you want the look to be and how much you want to spend it is based on on the look but i would say 99 percent of people would fall into either select or standard yeah, okay. for a timber floorboard i i personally haven't come across many clients who want lots and lots of features in their timber floor no because it looks quite busy it's quite doesn't busy. it everything yep. else has to be very simple yeah right so select or standard would be where you would be going for is there other considerations like the size of the planks yeah so there's plank size and thickness um, so um, the thickness will probably be a conversation that you'd have in conjunction with your builder um, as to how thick you want the plank to be. Obviously with a timber, solid timber floorboard, you're gonna get a number of sands out of it. So the thickness probably doesn't really matter too much from a sanding perspective, but plank size is also important as well. You know, a wide plank is actually quite a modern look now. Um, a, a slimmer, skinnier plank tends to look a little bit busier. Um, so I often, yeah, would generally go for a wider plank um, if, if budget allowed. So then our final decision that we'd need to make if we were going for a solid timber floor is whether or not you go for a pre-finished board or a raw floorboard. So a pre-finished board has already been coated in your desired finish in the mm-hmm. factory and it comes ready to be installed at your home. A raw floorboard are coated on site uh, and they need some time to acclimatise to, to your local conditions. On the other hand, raw floorboards are coated on site. So they'll often be delivered and then they'll need a little bit of time to acclimatise to the local conditions because timber is obviously a natural living, breathing product. And when it arrives raw, it's going to sort of contract and expand depending on where you live, basically. It's already dried out though, right? Yeah, it's dried out, but it's going to be um, treated once it's been laid and finished with, you know, whatever colour choice or lacquer or stain. However, you're choosing to treat the the timber, it'll be done on site once it's on the floor. And can there be some benefit around like um, going with raw floorboards because finished floorboards before they're installed could get damaged or is that you know it's they're usually handled with care and that's okay they're usually handled with care and that's okay i guess the benefit of the raw floorboards is that you have the beauty of seeing them in your space first seeing how the light might affect how they look you might have had one idea in your head about how you're going to finish the floorboards and then they arrive on site and you might change your mind so you've got probably a little bit more flexibility there um, but it is more expensive okay and you know how we always say there's no such thing as a silly question yes well i think i've got one okay Um, try me (laughs) solid timber floorboards you would usually only install stall in a new build or renovation? Not necessarily. I think it's definitely a more complicated venture if you are replacing an existing floor, but it's not impossible. As I always say to my clients, anything is possible if you're willing to throw some money at it. That makes sense. Okay, cool. So solid timber sounds like a really great option and there are lots of them there with your Aussie and um, uh, European and American species. And then thinking about those grades, whether you want select, standard or high feature, remembering that select is the high feature if you like it's the it's the good one select is the more expensive one that's exactly right so that's solid timber what about engineered timber so this is where some people start to get a little bit confused um, about what engineered timber is so some people think that engineered timber floorboards are the same as laminates it's actually not true an engineered timber floorboard has a real timber veneer on the top 
So Which means like a layer of timber, right? A layer of real timber, yes. So underneath that will be some different layers of um, different materials that bulk it out, which makes it a little bit more cost effective. Um, like anything, there are really expensive engineered timber floorboards and then there are cheaper engineered floorboards. So you can set your budget um, within your limits. So basically with an engineered timber floorboard, the very top layer will be a wear layer. That's where you'll see your finish. It might be matte, it might be glossy, it might be satin. This is what helps give protection to the floor to um, help eliminate scratches and moisture from affecting the aesthetic of the floor. Underneath that wear layer is the real is the layer of real timber. So one thing to remember with engineered timber floorboards is that some of them can actually be sanded. Oh, really? Yeah. So depending on the thickness of that real layer of timber, you might get one or two sands out of the floor in its lifetime. So when you think about it, you know, you don't put down a timber floorboard and then in two years sand it again. You'd have to be extremely tough on it. But maybe you do it in seven or eight years and then maybe you get one more out of it another five years after that. So even though it's engineered, you still have that real timber feeling and you will most likely have that flexibility to sand it depending on that thickness of that real timber layer. And that's something to speak to your flooring experts about or an interior designer when you're making decisions about whether or not engineered timber flooring is right for you. And that's something that we asked Catherine Burnham about from Flooring Extra, finding out really what does that actually mean in practice? Engineered timber boards, um, they vary in thicknesses of the solid timber layer. So, for example, if a solid timber layer in an engineered timber floor is, say, three to four millimetres thick, then Mm -hmm. these boards can be sanded just as often as a solid timber floor. Right. But then if the timber layer is less than three to four millimetres thick, then you need a professional skilled tradesman. They can ascertain the thickness of the layer and whether it can withstand um, sanding without damaging the integrity of the floor. And I presume there are different sort of price points than if you're picking uh, an engineered floorboard that does have that thicker layer that enables you to sand it back as opposed to the ones that you know, maybe it could be touch and go whether or not you can do it. Yeah, that's correct. And, it, and it's also important to note that when you're sanding the engineered timber floor that you will be removing the lacquer that protects the floor from dirt and water. So therefore, you need some expert advice on what to reapply after the sanding. So that's really important to discuss that um, when you're looking at the engineered timbers. That was a great explanation there from Catherine. She definitely knows her stuff. So after our real layer of timber, the next, uh, well, the rest of the board is actually made up of plywood layers. So this is why engineered floorboards um, are probably a little bit more affordable because it's not solid all the way through. You're not getting that black butt all the way through or oak. You've got those plywood layers underneath. So it's man-made, but it's still got real timber, which is, I guess, the key point. Best of both worlds, I think. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I assume that price-wise helps out too. Yeah, absolutely. And like anything, there are more expensive engineered floorboards and then there are more affordable engineered floorboards, just depending on you know how much you want to spend and where your budget sits. What about the, the types of timber then? You sort of talked about the, the natural timber layer. Are, are you limited then because it's sort of this man-made product or does, do you actually have more options? Not really because that top layer, don't forget, is real timber. So you'll see engineered floorboards in oak or you'll see them in Tassie oak or blackbutt or spotted gum. You'll get all the, the same species that you're seeing in the hardwood, but you're just choosing engineered instead. 
So most engineered floorboards are also a floating system. I think that's a word people are quite familiar with when it comes to floorboards. A floating floor is something people often ask for. So all that basically means it's a, it's a click lock mechanism. And the floor is essentially floating above the, the subfloor. And there's other layers in there, obviously, to stop movement and to stop noise. Uh, it can sometimes be glued down. It just depends on the type of engineered floorboard that you've selected. Cool. So it sounds like there's actually lots of options when it comes to engineered flooring, engineered timber. Um, and also it sounds like it's the sort of thing that you can apply to lots of different existing flooring, um, concrete, um, yellow tongue, whatever the case is, you can get it in there and get it done with the advice of an expert. Absolutely. Yeah. Just pop into your local flooring extra. I'm sure they'll be able to give you all the tip top advice. So that's engineered timber. What about laminate? Well, laminates become really, really popular in the last, I would say, five to eight years. And I think the look and feel has come such a long way compared to what we sort of saw when it first started hitting the market maybe 15, 20 years ago. Yep. So one thing to be really clear about is laminate flooring is not real timber on the surface. Uh, let's be clear about that. It is a man-made product. It's made to look like timber, but it's not timber. Okay. So a lot of the new style laminate flooring is very, very convincing. I've had clients who have shown interest in having a laminate product. They haven't actually known that it's laminate. They have thought that it is real timber. So the texture and color variation can feel that convincing. It's, it's very natural underfoot. I think with some of the more expensive laminates, the only way you can tell it's not timber is the sound it makes when you're walking on it with uh, high heels or noisy, clunky shoes. You can sort of hear that slight difference as you would, you know, compared to engineered or solid timber. But other than that, it can be difficult to tell if you've bought a good quality laminate, you won't know the difference. So, so what then is the difference between buying a quality laminate and an engineered timber? Or I mean, hardwood, obviously it's, it's real and natural. I get that. But why would you choose laminate over engineered flooring? You may choose laminate because it's extremely hard wearing. It's going to be probably a little bit easier for a lot of people to look after than an engineered timber. Um, Some of the engineered timbers look absolutely stunning, but they do require a little bit more maintenance and care to make sure that you're not scratching them. That's true, yeah. The laminates have such a hard wearing top layer. It's very resistant to scratches and moisture. So it's a really great choice if you've got a busy family, maybe kids that are a bit harder on the floor. Big dogs or cats in the house. Um, and the way they make it these days, you know, the, the laminate has got grooves in it. It's got a grain. It feels like timber when you rub your foot or hand over it. Um, but it's just going to be a lot more hard wearing. Yeah, great. So it does sound like a good option for, for families, people with big pets. Yes. Uh, and also if you haven't got time uh, or the inclination to take care of a nat- more natural product. Yeah. And, you know, you're still going to have to take care or of clean it. it. Clean yeah, it. Absolutely. But um, it's just going to show less wear and tear, I think. Yeah, and probably. I mean, obviously, it's um, not going to require sanding and and re. That's right. Retreating over time, which engineered flooring and real timber does. Correct. And pointing out that it can't be sanded. Of course, no, because it's not real timber. It's <laughs> it's made to look like timber, but yeah, no sanding. So once it's down, it's down. If it gets damaged, it's you know it's going to have to be replaced. But I imagine a very long life given yeah. how hard wearing it is. And you'll find that you know there's great warranties on all the flooring we're talking about today. But yeah, laminate's got a very long shelf life. All right, so that's laminate. What about hybrid? It sounds cool. Is it like an electronically <laughs> pl- uh, powered or? <laughs> no. So hybrid is it's a relatively new player in the flooring game, as the name suggests. It is a mix of two different types of flooring. So it's a mix of laminate and vinyl. It's a really rigid floating floor system. So similar to the other 
floating floor systems in terms of the installation that we've talked about. But it can be used throughout the whole home, even in the bathroom. Oh, wow. Okay. So if you're the kind of person where you just want to run the same floor everywhere, then hybrid's probably the way for you to go. It's waterproof. It has a waterproof core underneath that top layer. Right. Um, Whereas the laminate, whilst it's very hard wearing, not 100% waterproof. It doesn't have that waterproof core. So if you've maybe got a pool house or a cabana and you still want that timber look, look, then probably the way to go for you, if, if you're not going to go for a tile or something, would be a hybrid option. Yeah, right. That makes sense. The other thing about hybrid flooring that's quite interesting is because of its composition and the plastic, the vinyl that's mixed into it, it actually feels a little bit softer underfoot than some of the laminates, which are quite hard. Yeah. Some people really like this. They like that it feels a bit easier to walk on. Other people like their floor to feel super solid. Yep. So it's a bit of a personal preference there. And I'd always recommend, you know, going and having a look, take your shoes off when you're in the shop. You don't, you know, you don't always have shoes on when you're inside your own home. So make sure you feel how things feel to you underfoot and what you prefer. And then if it's a little softer underfoot, you know, how does it go? Is it, is it as hard wearing as uh, laminate? Is it how long can you expect it to last? <laughs> a long time, a yeah. long, long time. So not quite as scratch resistant as laminate, but still really good. And I don't think, honestly, you would notice the difference unless you had big dogs or you were moving or dragging furniture across it regularly. Just with normal family life, uh, I think you'll you'll probably notice very little difference between laminate and hybrid. Nice. Well, I feel like I've learned something um, so far, which is great. I mean, at the end of the day, it is obviously a personal choice, isn't it? It is. And it's an investment as well. And, and I think as Catherine says, you do need to keep in mind how much time and effort that you're prepared to put into your flooring and looking after it before you ultimately decide which option is right for you. Each style of flooring will need a certain amount of polishing, sealing, sanding, vacuuming and mopping. So If you don't have a lot of spare time in the week, and let's face it, these days we don't, you know, you when you're selecting a product, you want to have a look at something that's low maintenance, easy to clean, so very important. Before you commit to a product, you know, ask those questions and keep that in mind. I was going to say, yeah, go go into Flooring Extra with your list of questions and, and make sure that the products that you're selecting are really ticking off how you live in your house with your family. Absolutely. And and look, that was one of the things with my home. Like it's just a quick, quick vacuum, um, you know, in some areas need that very damp mop with a laminate that's so easy to maintain. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And you've got to remember as well, like so many other trades and home supplies, flooring companies have been impacted by this supply chain squeeze that's on right now. The COVID strikes again. It's been really tough, hasn't it? Oh, it really has. I could do a whole podcast episode about it. So you need to make sure that your retailer of choice is able to really communicate with you about their timeline and their delivery processes before you hand over your credit card and your hard-earned cash, uh, whether that's for your flooring or anything else really. Yeah, super important and make sure you understand what that communication process is going to be and be really clear on when you can expect your flooring to arrive. Well, that is our complete guide to beautiful timber flooring. And now you know there are a whole range of brilliant options that you can choose to suit your budget and your lifestyle. We really want to hear from you about what type of flooring you love. What do you love? What's What would be your choice? I would choose either a solid timber floor or an engineered timber flooring. To look like? I like something that has kind of a soft palette, not not too yellowy. So I like oak, but more of like that dusty, cool oak. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. If you've got any questions about hard flooring options, you can hit us up on the socials at Lauren Keenan Home and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love you to do that. You'll never miss an episode if you subscribe. Yes. And, you know, you can contact Lauren directly at any time, especially if you need some advice on your next interior design project, renovation, or even if you're building a new home from scratch. Just send her a message on the contact page of our website, laurenkeenan.com.au. Coming up next time on the podcast, I'm going to be looking ahead to some of the trends that are helping to shape interior design and styling over the next year. Plus, we talk about how to apply these trends for longevity and success and I always think it's good to have your own style but it never hurts to know what trends are coming and going because it's really just another great way to find inspiration for you and your home and to build your own personal style over time. Yes, I like that. Um, Where do you reckon you might take us on that one? You thinking colour or materials? Well, all will be revealed, but I think colour and materials will definitely be in there. You know that I think that uh, texture and colour palettes are, they have a huge impact on how you can turn a house into a home. Well, that's what we're all about here. And we're going to do it again coming up soon on the next episode of the podcast. Thanks again to Catherine and the team at Flooring Extra, Australia's fastest growing flooring retailer with expert service and a beautiful product range in over 90 stores and at flooringextra.com.au. And until next time, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of At Home with Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design. 